0: Hello, Pisces friends. I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my June 2021 Pisces Astrology Must Knows. We've got a theme I'm calling the Quad Boom in June and I'm going to go into wonderful details about this. We're going to talk about a lot of specific things for Pisces. Two quick admin notes. If you know your rising sign and not just your sun sign, I suggest that you also watch um, your horoscope for that, because that will give you an additional dimension of what's going on in the stars for you. Our astrological picture is way more complex than just our sun sign. So I'm always encouraging everybody to go a little bit deeper. You can run a free birth chart, find where to run a free birth chart online to find out your rising sign if you don't know it. And some people even watch for other placements in their chart, like their moon or other things. So um, this is for you, whether your moon is in Pisces, your sun is in Pisces, your rising is in Pisces, or whatever Pisces placement you have, you're watching for. Second must know about this video is that if you're a late degree Pisces, so basically your birthday is around March 11th through the rest of the sign, or if you know your degrees and it's between 20 to 29 degrees, then I also suggest that you watch my Aries report because late degree people have a more complex read. Um, and so to get all of you know, the goodies for you, I suggest that you watch the Pisces and Aries um, reports as you'll get more. the details for you okay so let's talk about more must-knows specific for Pisces then later on we'll get into what this quad boom is that I'm talking about and I'll give you 10 more must-knows for that whole situation first must know for Pisces is that we've got a lot of energy in Gemini Gemini is a fellow mutable sign like Pisces is which means that the energy moves in a spiral okay and when we've got energy in the stars that's matching that spiral nature in certain ways there's a match right because you get it it's it's spinning and you're spinning and there's that you know that match there but it can be dizzying and it can be confusing because and it can be overwhelming so just Prepare to know you're going to be confused about some things this month. Certain things are that might have had clarity might get a little fuzzy. And if you know this going into it, then you don't have to fear it because the clarity will return. And that will happen more like July, towards the end of June, July, August, into the beginning of September, we've got a big patch of clarity opening up. Um, so, just it's really important that you know that before you go into it, so that when when it comes and things start getting called into question, and this energy that's matching this spinning, you know, is is getting you um, vacillating and not sure which things to choose of the options that are coming in, and there will be a lot of them then you know that that's a finite period of time and it will pass. Now, one of the plus sides of this energy is that it's very exciting and it's very changeable. And so if you've been looking for some excitement, something different, you know, there's going to be a ton of information coming in. There's going to be a ton of social connections. Hopefully that will be in person, but in the event that it's not, it can come virtually and the energy will still be satisfied just as well. Um, If you're a writer or wanting to write, this energy is amazing. Okay, so those are all must-knows for the energy of Gemini. Now, the energy of Cancer is also coming up in a huge way, not just because the Cancer house of your chart is being aspected, but also because as the planets move from Gemini, they move into the sign of Cancer. So you've got two different facets of energy bringing home and family into the forefront so lots of different layers of your home and family housing and real estate working from home schooling from home those types of things are going to be either called into question or you're going to be researching things you might be um, you know looking in to make more plans in these um, areas and again like if you've got to do something with the information you harvest from your research then you might have more clarity about what to do with it come like the end of June into July but for now information is coming in options are coming in you're swirling with possibilities and a lot of that has to do with home and family now because the Eclipse is also there for you there's going to be extra chances for extra big news. And I'll talk more about the types of things that eclipses tend to bring in when we go into the quad boom section. But for now, just know that radical changes in your home and housing and your family are likely to show up at this time. And this is true for all early middle and late degree Pisces placements, because even you late degree placements who might have this leaning more towards the third house rather than the fourth house, it's still in the sign of Gemini. The sign of Gemini rules the third house. So every Pisces has the energy of Cancer for the eclipse, and every Pisces has the energy of Gemini for the eclipse. So, you know, That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of information. So the home and family stuff is coming up with the eclipses, but then also this information, writing, education, um, topics having to do with driving, cars, vehicles, anything having to do with your devices or communication patterns are going to be coming up in a big way. To get more information on this, I actually have a whole separate video series for the eclipses in each sign and house. So for Pisces placements, I suggest you look, and you can find this on Annie Botticelli, my um, home page on YouTube, where you can search organically Annie Botticelli eclipses in cancer, and that's going to be potentials for all Pisces placements. And I go into all the list of things that I've seen manifest as possibilities when, when you have an eclipse in that area. So it's very thorough, I recommend you watch it. Also search for and watch my Eclipses in Gemini video because that will go into all the ways I've seen this energy manifest. And again, that is up and ripe for all Pisces placements. Okay, so another must know is that the energy of Mars is finishing its movement through cancer now for Pisces this has been a wonderful thing because it's made a beautiful trine and that's the other must know about these cancer placements is that you know that Gemini placements make an awkward angle for you and it can be dizzying and overwhelming and kind of make you do some things that you might not be in the mood to do or make you deal with some things you might not want to deal with but as the planets are moving in the um, cancer configuration that's making a trine for you. So you've got a little bit more time. So those of you towards the end of the sign, at the last week or so, you're going to get your kiss from Mars. So that's where action and creativity and intuition turns into manifestation. Okay, so those of you who are not in the last week of the sign or like the 23 degree through 29 degree Uh, placement you will have had your kiss from Mars in May so don't worry everybody's getting their goodies it's just a matter of when um, when the timing is now as uh, Mars moves into Leo this is going to really be accentuating your creativity and so you might notice that things involving your creativity get some extra sparkle Okay, so Jupiter is going into retrograde. I'll get into a little bit more about that when we get into the quad boom section, but I just wanted to remind you that I also did a whole video series um, about Jupiter's movement through Aquarius, and it is going to dip into Pisces, but the, the, the video is still relevant, so I highly recommend that you watch my video called Jupiter, in aquarius for pisces and again that's on my homepage in a playlist as well or you can search for it organically because that will give you the storyline of um, what to expect with jupiter's movement for the whole year of 2021 okay so now let's get into these this quad boom that i've been referring to this is an, uh, maybe one of the most not maybe definitely june is one of the most astrologically active months of the whole year. And I've created this beautiful slideshow to go into the elements of the quadruple boom. Um, And so we're going to go into that now. Now, if you are a person who is taking my advice and watching more than one of my videos for you, whether it's because you're a late degree placement or whether it's because you're also watching for your rising sign or moon sign, then this point on, is going to be the same in all the videos. Um, So I just want to let you know that you can watch the slideshow a second time if you haven't seen it, but this is the point at which we're going to transition into that in case you don't want to watch it a second time. But I definitely recommend you watch it a first time because there are 10 major must-knows for this month that you don't want to miss. Okay, so let's get deeper into the astrology of June 2021 by talking about 10 must-knows that are influenced from this quadruple boom. Mercury retrograde in Gemini, solar eclipse in Gemini, Saturn square Uranus and Jupiter in retrograde. When Mercury is in retrograde, plans and things that, other things that seem certain will be cast into uncertainty or tested. This is just something that we see every Mercury retrograde season. And this season basically started May 15th, when we entered the shadow period of Mercury retrograde, the actual retrograde is May 29th through June 22nd, and the post-shadow period runs until July 7th. So during this time, the biggest must-know is to be flexible and go with the flow. This can be an amazing time for things to gel in wonderful ways, but when we try to force things or try to hold too tight to an old framework, It definitely causes complications and stress. You've got to double check and check plans. Miscommunications could abound, so you have to be more careful with your words and careful with everything that you do. There is going to be a drive to distractedness, so just keeping awareness can help offset many issues. It's easier to not try to plan things for this time, but if you have to, just know that Those plans may be called into question, or they might change. And the same goes for agreements. Anything that you agree to now is likely to change, so just try to keep that flexibility in those arrangements. Okay, so on the topic of the eclipse, we've got quite a few must-knows here. The dramatic eclipse news is going to continue. You likely have seen this starting in April and May and we have it continued here in June. So these eclipses bring surprise trajectory shifts, powerful endings, and exciting new beginnings. So in the month of June, we'll be feeling the effects still of the eclipse from May and this June 10th eclipse at almost 20 degrees of Gemini. So a big must know for this time is to go in with a willingness to let go of what's leaving and to be excited about what new energies will be coming in to fill that space. Okay, so another must-know is that the eclipses are connected to the north and south node placements, which are linked to our karma and dharma. So the must know here is to know that your routine and the whole matrix and framework of your life patterns are likely going to radically change. You'll have major karma melting off, which will reveal new opportunities that couldn't have been imagined before. So that's something very exciting about eclipse time. You can see the fulfillment of life dreams and the gifts and blocks that you um, were born into can be enhanced or broken through at this time. So you can step into gifts that you were born with And you can burn off blocks that you were born with as well, as this call to your highest destiny gets very loud, and the heaviness of karmic storylines can start to melt away. Another must-know about the eclipses is that it's very important to dare to dream, and dare to believe that things can really change, while at the same time being willing and vigilant, Looking for ways you can take an active role in creating those changes from the inside out. We are greeted by our unconscious belief systems very strongly at eclipse times. So, fears and things that we've been holding on to may come to our faces, come up to our faces to get challenged. And the more we make the decision to break through, the more we can open up for our new experiences. Okay, so since eclipse season coincides with Mercury retrograde, now there are going to be key people and key situations and key projects from the past that are re-emerging as very relevant. So the must know here is that if there's someone you've been waiting to connect with or hoping to connect with or thinking about connecting with or someone who's contacted you from the past or something else that's come up from the past, give those things from the past extra focus at this time because it could be destiny knocking and people and places even going back to old places you've been can hold keys to your highest purpose and can also hold keys to closing up old stories and being able to step out of old patterns. Okay, so another must know here is that new information can seem to come in daily. This is why... The combination of the eclipse time and the combination of the retrograde time put us into this spider situation that I often talk about, where the spider has made its web during the more active times, and now in the eclipse and retrograde time, you just sort of wait and watch to see what shows up in your web, rather than actively trying to make more webs or um, you know do anything other than sort of watch, observe, take in. You are going to have time coming soon to really have the clarity about what to do with the things that come in, but that time won't come until after July 7th. So basically, July 8th through September 7th, this is a major must-know. June is not the time when you're likely going to have clarity because more information is coming in sometimes every day. Okay, so July 8th through September 7th is the next window for forging forward and having more clarity about... um, what you're going to do with the decisions, you know, that have come before you. And if you have to make an agreement or an arrangement in June, try for a bridge or temporary arrangements that give you a little bit of time for the fog to clear from these aspects before you make the more permanent, um, permanent decisions or permanent plans or agreements. Okay, so... Saturn and Uranus square. This is the uh, second of three passes. We had the first in February. The second one is in June, and then we have the third one in December. Um, this is a very powerful transit that is affecting us on the major world, global levels, down to the individual levels. You know, weather and earth changes, and political changes, and changes to our systems and our structures, and every aspect of our lives, down from you know the global down to the individual. Um, you know, is being affected by these outer aspects. So I've actually done a a whole separate video on this, which you can search for if you just search for Saturn, Square, Uranus, Video, YouTube, Annie, Botticelli. It will come up, and I'll go into lots more details there. But basically, this is a clash of the subjective definitions of freedom and accountability on the individual community world levels. So big must-know here is to ask the questions about your life that will bring you more joy and personal freedom. Ask the question, what does freedom mean to you and how can you have more of it? And how can you be more accountable for your life and your, your circumstances? Big question here, are you willing to own your creations as coming from the inside rather than something just happening to you? And this is, you know, this is the time where our perceptual framework can really change how we see ourselves. And we've got amazing possibilities for stepping out of the experience of victimhood, which means that we feel like something is happening to us. And we step into empowerment knowing that regardless of circumstances, we can shift our life's experience. Okay. So Saturn-Uranus square, big times, and we've got hot spots in like the six-ish weeks before and after these clashes. So that that's basically covered, you know, most of the year so far. And then we have a little bit of, you know, kind of um, wearing off of the energies in between each hit of February, June, and December, but it's still active and present as a long-term theme. Okay, so this Saturn-Uranus is going on the whole year. Okay, so then we've got Jupiter retrograde. Jupiter goes retrograde for about four months every year. We've got it retrograde here from... June 20th through October 17th. This is a time when big plans, big ideals, big dreams, expansion moves more to the backdrop. Backdrop in many cases where it's not as out there and it's more closer in, and certain things may seem like they're um, slowing down or they're wearing off. Or, you know, things that you've been trying to work on could start losing steam but just know that they're not necessarily, they're just going into the backdrop to be worked on and you can continue the forward movement. It just might not be as obvious in the outer planes and that this is a time to fine tune your um, organization and tend to the necessary details that are um, the core of your big dreams. So basically, if you've overextended yourself This is a time when you pull back in and you see what things are absolutely necessary, get down to the bare bones so that you can really put all of your power behind the things that are going to make your dreams a reality. And some people might actually see um, past efforts that were done flowing and manifesting with magical ease where you're barely having to do anything and things are showing up. Okay, so the last thing is a bonus here. So besides our quad boom, we've got all of these outer planets in Aquarius and Uranus in Taurus. It's bringing up the topic of pollution and toxins and disease, the issues and the solutions. Um, Aquarius rules the lymphatics of our body and Taurus is definitely related to our food supply and agriculture, which is directly related, you know, affected by the droughts and the storms and the toxins. So the big must-know here is cleaning up our diets and lifestyle Are going to protect as issues with toxins and disease stay front and center for a long time to come. So, that's again, you know, something empowering that we can do is keep our vibrant health up that will make us less susceptible to disease and to, you know, support our body systems to clear out the toxins. Um, you know, be be nice to your liver, clear out your, um, your body, because there's always this direct interface between our physicality and the stars. And so the stars have these aspects and they send us messages and they create situations that bring things into the forefront. So the importance of us cleaning up our personal space is shown by this, you know, microcosmic or um, this micro, um, you know, this situation basically where the inside is outside and the outside is inside. So when we're looking at the environment being a reflection of our inner environment, sometimes we can't control everything outside of ourselves, but we can make different decisions for our inner climate and our inner environment.